Well, good afternoon to my uh, Inner Healing for Women uh, ministry, to each of you on this Lord's Day. I just pray that you're having a great day. I pray that um, you've met the Lord uh, throughout this day in your worship, uh, in your um, uh, quiet moments today. Um, I just love... Uh, uh, the midst of this because of the quietness that comes with it and uh, I don't know about you although I feel something else in the atmosphere I still sense the quietness uh, uh, Tamara Darlene Martha God bless you all uh, Crystal uh, I still feel the quietness that comes with this atmosphere uh, that we're in the midst of now, uh, I, I just want to speak to you uh, just something that was laid upon my heart today, and, and I'm coming later in the evening in respect to the pastors that have uh, been ministering to us throughout today. today. And uh, I thank God for the many messages that um, I myself have received through our leaders as well as others today. Um, uh, the memo today is uh, we all need to examine ourselves, uh, as the Apostle Paul said, uh, by repenting. Uh, and maybe you say, uh, Dr. Hill, I don't cheat. I, I don't commit fornication. I don't do adultery. I'm not a drug addict. I'm not an alcoholic and all of these things. But the Bible declares that all unrighteousness is sin and uh, I want to draw your attention as well as mine that in the midst of this that we find ourselves drawing nigh unto God glory to God I love you Charlene lovely love you all Travis God bless you um, I think this is a season that God is not forcing us but he's putting a little pressure, a little push on us uh, so that we can come nearer to him. And, uh, and it is good, and, and, and it's, it's a powerful thing to draw nigh to God. The, 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 the writer David said it like this. He said, uh, but it is good for me, he says here in Psalms 73, it is good for me that I draw near to God. And can I say to you and I, it is good for us to draw near to God. He said, I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare his works. So before I can declare his works, I need to draw near to him so that I can hear what is the direction, so I can hear uh, what he's expecting, so I can hear what he's saying to the church. Well, James, uh, the Bible says in the book of James, if draw draw nigh to God he will draw nigh to us and uh, the song come to mind that we used to sing I know in Sunday school draw me nearer 
Glory to Jesus. Draw me nearer, blessed Lord. Draw me nearer. Sounds like the songwriter decided to make the song personal. Draw me nearer. Because it is actually is a personal decision whether you want to be drawn nearer to God or whether you just want to just hang out and hang about. Well, to draw nearer, it, it simply means if I want to be drawn nearer to God, first it means that I'm developing fellowship with God. I, I'm developing fellowship, my God. I am developing uh, fellowship in my personal time. The word draw means to pull, to drag. I, God, I'm trying to drag myself closer to you. God, I'm trying to pull myself. I'm, I'm trying to move toward you. I'm, I'm coming toward you, God. It means that I, I'm dealing with what's hindering me. I'm dealing with what's in front of me. I'm dealing with what's in my way. But God, I'm 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 really prepared to drag myself to you. My God, because I'm realizing that without you I'm nothing. Neither can I do anything. So the definition that I like and I chose today was to drag. God I want to drag myself, and sometimes we have to do just that because life is so full of disappointments and persecutions and oppressions and depressions. We have to pull ourselves and drag ourselves through it, uh, out of it, so we can get nearer to God. And the only thing that draws me nearer is the fact that I will take the time and, 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 and have fellowship. Um, the scripture says here in Hebrew 11, no, 10 and 22. He said, let us, and here is an invitation that's in that passage of scripture. The invitation uh, starts with let us draw near, let us hold fast, and let us consider one another. My God, uh, it's a threefold invitation to the each of us. And here we find in the book of Hebrew that the Apostle Paul in his writing is addressing to us as the, the, the Christian uh, community that, that we persevere, persevere. And if you have studied Hebrew, if you have read it, you understand that Paul is saying to us, I need you to persevere in uh, such a time as this. So he says, let us draw near, let us come near, nigh uh, with a true heart. Now let's go back to draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. But the next word in that verse is cleanse yourself, cleanse your hands. You sinners, you double-minded. And, and it is addressed to the church. Now, if you're going to come near to God, there's something you've got to do on your 
your side. Uh, one good thing about it, we cannot uh, fool him because he's all-knowing of Jesus. And, and he says, let us draw near, uh, let us come near with a true heart and, and, and let us with full assurance having our hearts cleansed, there's that word again, from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Isn't it amazing how if we are going to serve him, we must serve him with a pure heart and clean hands. You're not, I'm not smart enough. To get by God with our contaminations and, and our evils and our unforgiveness and, and all like that. The scripture tells us that if you're going to come near, then on your end, you got to get rid of some things. Rid yourself, as it says in the third chapter of Colossians. He said, let us... Uh, uh, God has given us a responsibility to work and to respond uh, with the Holy Spirit. The Romans 8 and 26 says that the Spirit helps our infirmities, our weaknesses. We draw near, we pull toward, and we drag toward becoming nearer to God. To draw near is to have spiritual fellowship with God. To draw near in the Old Testament, the priests had to go through various washings and, and the applying of the blood of the atonement. Glory to Jesus. Even on daily basis, the, the ministry on daily basis, the ministry, the priest had to wash at the lever before he could enter into the holy place. Uh, so because before we can get in that place we desire, we've got to examine where we are and what we need to do right where we are. Now, the New Testament Christians, uh, it tells us that we must come to God with a pure heart, clean conscience, and cleanness. He, he, he commanded that we do such. He said, draw nearer. Uh, nearer, nearer. And he says, then let us hold fast. Hold fast simply means let's hold tightly to what God is expecting us. Help, Lord, help us to stay on course. Help us to continue to believe just what you said. Uh, let us hold fast to our profession, never forsaking our confession of Jesus Christ. Uh, hold on to our hope. Let us hold fast. Let us hold on to our the hope of our confession without wavering. I, I'm not just holding on, but I'm holding on with a firm grip. The scripture says without wavering because he is faithful. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it becomes, I must stand in a place where I'm always sure I'm not wavering for the Lord our God is faithful. Uh, uh, the scripture says we, we hold on with a sincere heart and, and with full assurance. Well, I'm so assured 
that the Lord has things in control. I'm, I'm so assured and I'm in full assurance that the Lord knows where we are, what's going on, and he's going to move by the counsel of his own will. My God, I love Jesus. The scripture tells us that we must hold on to the faith. Let our faith be fixed because he is faithful. My God, you ought to tell yourself, my faith is fixed because he is faithful. Oh yeah, I hear and I see, but my faith is because he is faithful. My God, uh, the scripture tells us they are to hold fast. And, and 1 Thessalonians 5 says, examine everything carefully and hold fast to that which is good. Now, there are some things that I may have been holding on to. This is my season to draw near to God and let that go. Um, I found out there's some things that we cannot change. Glory to God. There's some things that we cannot do anything about. There are some things that the enemy wants to keep me focused on. He, he wants me to stay stuck. Uh, if I was somewhere else, uh, I'll tell you you. God don't want us stuck on stupid. Uh, when you have knowledge and will not use it, it's something God says to us, let me handle that. And this the season to become overstressed and, and worrying about what somebody says, or their opinions, or, 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 or their belief. The belief has to be in the word. My God, the revelation must come from God. Whatever ideas we come up with must be God ideas because the world is in a place it needs to hear how to trust, how to depend, how to get to this God that we preach about. My God, I love Jesus. So the scripture says, examine everything. And what comes to mind when the Bible says to us, believer, the pastor Paul said, listen, examine yourself and see whether you're still of the faith. What can pull me from the faith? The different distractions that is all around me. I'll find myself trying to save myself. But the Bible says, if a man seek to save his life, he'll lose it. Jesus talks like that. I have you in my hands. So don't try to save yourself. I got you. Jesus told the disciples, because if you seek to save you, then you're going to lose you. But if you trust me, God, I love Jesus. If you trust me to save you, then you are safe. Uh, the holding fast that which is good. Deuteronomy 10 says, and ye shall fear the Lord your God, not the report. We used to say back in the day, I believe the report of the Lord. So in today's 
transitions. We should remain fixed in our faith and continue to testify. I will believe the report of the Lord. The, the, the scripture says here, and you should fear the Lord, your God, and you should serve him and cling to him. Can I challenge you out of all you hear and see, are you keeping your grip on him? Oh, glory to God. And you shall swear by his name that he is faithful. I just read to you that the Bible says in here that, uh, uh, that you don't waver because you don't know the, the next move. We have to hold on. Let us draw near to God with a true heart and, and full assurance. We're not wavering because he, he is faithful. Not me, not you, but he is faithful. Listen, the Bible says in, in Romans 8, 26, uh, the scripture says uh, that the spirit of God, which is why we need the spirit of God, the spirit of God, the Apostle Paul teaches us, is what helps our infirmities. I see your auntie. Uh, he helps our infirmities. He, what is my infirmity? My infirmity is my weakness. I know you save and deep and got it like that. I, I just don't have it like that. I still have weak places. My God that I need the Holy Spirit to help. I, I still think sometimes weak mind. That's why I need the Holy Spirit of God so it can help my weakness that's even in my mind. Sometimes my God, I'm just weak in my body, but the Spirit of God, the Bible says in Romans 8, 26, it is the Spirit of God that helps me in my weaknesses. No wonder the pastor said, when I am weak. I know you want to be strong always, but God God will not permit us to be strong always because if we're always strong, then we won't ever see his hand. That's why the, the pastor say when I'm weak, he's recognizing I'm not strong all the time. Sometimes I'm weak, but even in my weakness, glory to Jesus, even in my weakness, I find myself strong. Why? Because in my weakness, moments, strength comes. Glory. In my weak moments, whether it's in my mind, whether it's in my body, whether it's in my spirit, when I am weak, strength comes. I, I just dare you to say that to yourself. When I am weak, strength comes, draw me nearer. And, and that's what I'm talking about today, holding fast, holding on to the hope that is in Christ Jesus, holding on. The, the scripture says, cling to him. And this is that season to cling to him. This is that time for drawing near. We can pray like we want to pray. We can reach for God like we desire to reach for him. 
him. We can reach and get the Bible and read his word. We, but we must draw near with a pure heart. Listen, the Bible says that it is God that searches a man's heart. The scripture says in Proverbs that at the end of the day, God weighs all of our motives because he searches the heart. I don't care what good I do. It's, it, if my motive is wrong, God rejects it. My God, and, and I'm saying that because many of us have found ourselves doing good deeds with wrong motives. My God. But at the end of the day, can I remind you that it is God that weighs the heart and he determines whether my heart responds out of the love of God, or whether it responded out of my selfish will. Thank God for Jesus. I'm almost there. Uh, the threefold today we talked about is let us draw near and let us hold fast. And the last is let us consider. Because when we hold fast, we hold on tightly. We take a grip. We we stay on course. Now when now the the threefold is and let us consider. Consider what? The Bible says, let us consider one another. Listen, we cannot go on without each other. We need to care enough to pray one for the other. We need to care enough to do what we can to help each other through this. As the Apostle Paul says, I, I don't mind you giving alms, but make sure you, you make sure that the household of faith is served. My God, I'm going to say that again. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, I, I, it's okay to reach out. It's okay. It's all good. But he says, if you're going to do, do, make sure that the household of faith is taken care of. Oh, my God, I love Jesus. And, and, and he says, consider, consider the household. Consider one another. My God, you may be distant from me, but I know how to pray for you. Uh, considering one another and getting in the fellowship with God, uh, uh, we must not be selfish in our fellowship with God. So therefore, we cannot be uh, selfish with each other if we consider one another. I know, like you know, the churches, most of them are shut down, and most of them have put up ways for the church to st still or continue to support the church. And I've taken it upon myself that no matter what's going on, the fellowship that we must have which, uh, uh, with each other in our local assemblies. What, what am I saying? Consider one another, having regards from one another, uh, to think carefully uh, of being drawn to one another. So what I did, I took it upon myself that uh, um, 
I will make sure that my offerings get to where they need to go. Because even though we're in the midst of this, if we care about each other and considering our local churches and each other, we're still going by the means they've given for us to continue to bless the house of God. So I want to say to you that this is the time for drawing near. This is the time that God expects us to do what is expected through the word. And I, I pray now for all of you, and I thank you for listening. I, I thank you uh, for, in the midst of this, continuing to hold your grip, continuing, continuing to hold fast, uh, because he is faithful that have promised. I pray, Lord, that you draw us nearer. God, that you would give us the passion and the desire to seek for you in this time. That we may find you because we really do need you, Lord. Hallelujah. In this hour, we pray that you will help us to get close to you in our fellowship with you. Glory to God. Some of us have lost our way. Some of us have pulled away. Some of us are aching, God. My God, some of us are aching for a closer walk. Help us to get to you. Oh, glory. Higher. Help us, glory to Jesus, to get to you. Hallelujah. And help us to help others to get to you. We realize, God, you are the way you're the truth and you are our life so we need you jesus in every area of our lives so that we can remain steadfast in our faith in the precious name of jesus oh god oh god oh god oh god we trust you hallelujah we trust you because you're the one that holds us together and I give you glory God and I I praise you and I hope that I've encouraged you my God to hold fast I hope that I've encouraged you to draw nigh with with a pure heart and clean hands because this is the season of drawing nearer glory to god and what a pure delight it is my god as we stand my god as the hymnologist says what a pure delight to draw nearer to god and I praise God that he's pulling me even closer, uh, even in my grief, even in my pain and my disappointment, I can still feel, oh, glory to Jesus, I can still feel him pulling on me. So I say to each of you, let the Lord pull on you. Can I say to you, can I send you the memo that you will cling, uh, that you will cling to him, our Lord and our Savior, 
Hallelujah. I wonder. Glory to God. Our Ashadai, our lily in the valley, our morning star, that we cling to him as being our all in our all. So I'm grateful that God is keeping us. I'm grateful that God is holding us. I'm grateful that we're holding fast, steadfast, unmovable in Jesus' name. So God bless you until the very next time. And can I, can I memo all of us, let's remember to pray one for the other. A life is, is taking a change and we need to be praying for the body, for the world, but especially for the body, that we don't lose our focus, that we do not lose our way, that we do not get, get pulled in by the things that are going on around us, but that we will stand at, as the scripture says, in the evil time, after we done all to stand that we will continue to stand because I promise you this too will pass yes it will this will pass and God is still looking out for us God is still taking care of us I, I just thought about something and I, I'm gonna move out of your way uh, when my husband died he had paid for my car to be fixed and because uh, it would just stall out on me. So he paid for it to be fixed. And maybe a couple of weeks after he died, I was still driving the car. But what it done, it done that again. And I took it back to Adam and I say, Adam, what Deep paid you for, the car is doing that again. He kept it a few days. He said, uh, Miss Hill, I don't see nothing wrong with the car. So in the process, I was able to drive the car back home. But as I was turning into the street, the car kind of went out on me again. So I ended up parking it like on the side of the road by the house. But let me tell you how God looks out for us even when we are ignorant to the danger that surround us or the danger that we may be in. So of course I called my brothers and uh, they, were, they were concerned that no, we won't drive the car to the Buick place there in Fort Pierce, we would have AAA to come get the car. Uh, but me, I lo loved my car. And I said uh, to John, I said, well, why don't you follow me? And I drive the car there. He said, no, because it might give out again. So I'm coming, which he did. He came here. He called AAA, and he was here when they got here. And he uh, was took care of business. And they took AAA, told my car to the Buick place in Fort Pierce them a minute to find out what was going on. And then John called me and said, well, they say it's this, they said it's that. But in the midst of that, my prophet, and that's what I call my son Michael, my prophet. In the midst of that, my prophet Michael Hill said, mama, early one morning, he said, mama, I know you love that car, but listen to not your son, but listen to the prophet. He said, you release that car. It's a reason why what is going on. But I heard the Lord tell me to tell you to release the car. So 
I, I didn't want to, but I did. But because God is all knowing and he saw the danger. So uh, as days went by, uh, they, uh, the tow truck, they was moving the car again. And the tow truck turned the switch, the, the driver, of course, turned the switch. And the front of the, the motor blew up and caught a fire. My God, I, I, you know, I felt the praise right there because I, I could have been the one that drive out, that walked out the house with my grandbabies in the back seat and turn. He didn't turn it on. He turned the switch and the motor blew up and fire consumed the car. My God. But my prophet said, God said, release it. And I did it out of obedience to the word of the prophet. So what I'm saying is, I God, listen, my brother John was persistent in saying, no, we're going to get AAA to get the car. Why? Why? Because God knew. Why didn't he take my advice? And, and John, I'll, I, no, he said, no, we're not doing that. Because God already knew something was going on with that car that they couldn't even find it on the computer. As the detective talked to me, he said, listen, he turned the switch and the car, the motor, the, it blew up and caught a fire. My God, I, I, I'm just telling you, God will look out for you.